And y'all don't know oh, what oh, I went man. through. Do you have a car in your hands right now? <laughs> Nike Talk was that place that spiraled what you enjoy now. Anyone who brought a, a Kobe shoe in, I would clean it for free. Man, my was better than a lot of people in the league. I got I saw the, my favorite jerseys, that one. The Barkley, Kobe Fours. Episode 35, this is the Danden and RJ Machismo podcast. This is Danden. Uh, tonight, um, the co-host RJ wouldn't be here tonight, uh, but, um, you know, he says what's up to everybody. So tonight, we got a special guest. We got the homie Barry and Chetta, uh hailing from what, what, um, what parts of uh, Cali? Corona? Um, I'm in Corona, California Corona. right now. Yeah. From Corona, California. So he yeah. is a sneaker collector, also a uh, a small business owner, and also a sneaker restorer. So thanks for having, uh, thanks for coming on tonight. Thank you for having me, man. It's been a long time. Um, been excited to jump on and just talk sneakers and life with you. There you go, man. That's what we're all about. So, <laughs> um, you know, just uh, just a little background about yourself. Uh, so tell us more about yourself, Barry. Um, well, uh, my name is Barry and I do a lot of things, man. Like I'm into a lot of different scenes. I've had a lot of hobbies and passions in the past and, you know, pursued each one and just try to see how far I could take it with each one. And one of them being sneakers. Um, I'm into cars, obviously hip hop. I think a lot of that just comes from who I am, where I was raised. You know, I was raised in the Bay Area uh, in the late 80s, early 80s and, and 90s. I mean, that was all about, it was all about basketball then it went to sneakers, then it went to music, then it went to cars. And then just, it's like all cycle, everything just connects with each other. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I've worked retail uh, management for a long time. And then I got into collecting sneakers um, a little bit later in life, but I've always loved sneakers ever since I was a kid, just, you know, like the rest of us, we just, parents couldn't afford them. So we would get what we get. Um, and then when I got a good job and started being able to afford, I started collecting pretty heavy. Um, and then it got kind of crazy, ended up selling my collection and then rebuilding it. And in that started learning how to mess with like used sneakers, um, started to do cleanups and restorations. And, uh, one thing led to another, eventually started my own business out of my bathroom, uh, transferred into a shop. And then recently with COVID, I kind of, uh, left that and just, now my plan is to just reignite that and, uh, you know, just work out of the house, low overhead and just focus on the craft and just continue to get better and offer a good service for people. There you go. <clears throat> Cause you know, you are a, um, you know, you're a craftsman, right? You, you are, you're a master of your work. So a lot of like fine detailing with restoring sneakers, uh, a, lot, a lot of attention to detail. So, you know, those things are, you know, something that's highly skilled like you. And uh, I, I've seen your your um, your Instagram page. It's uh, Soulworks, right? Soulworks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Soulworks underscore. Yeah. So I see you, you do a lot of great work, um, and then you know we'll definitely get into that. So just want to just you know try to um, try to put it back from you know from way back. Uh, so tell us how you got into to, like collecting sneakers, or how did you get into sneakers? So what got me into sneakers, I went to a Catholic school and in a Catholic school, you know, everyone wears a uniform. And then in the eighties, I mean, it was all about playing basketball, Michael Jordan, you know, magic, Larry bird, all them, all them cats were just playing ball. So recess, we would just play ball. And one of the things that would differentiate one kid from another, if you're wearing the same thing as their sneakers. 
And so I had some classmates that were like, obviously a little bit more well off than me. So they would be rocking, you know, Jordans, you know, the first ones I remember is like the cement threes, black cement threes back in like 88, 89, you know, my, my, my homie Joe had those and then he just dogged them, man. He burnt them out, but I would like them. They look cool. You know, it was something different than what everyone else was wearing at the time. Uh, and then I remember he got the Andre Agassi air tech challenges, uh, the uh, volt color. And those were wild. And then I remember like the upper graders, they would get the uh, one, one of them had the uh, air tech challenge lava, the hot pink, uh, one of my favorite shoes, man. And that was the first shoe that I saw. And I was just like, dang, those are just amazing. I have to have them because they had an air bubble, you know, and back then, not all Nikes had an air bubble. Mm -hmm. So the Jordan threes and the air tech challenges, those are the first ones that I remember uh, having an air bubble. And anyways, like, obviously you ask your parents and they would think I was crazy for asking them for like an $80 shoe. So I would just dream about them. And uh, in class, I would just draw them. Like I remember sitting there drawing, you know, the fours and the fives, like this is literally year after year. Cause that was like, that was the prime of what got me into sneakers. And I would just always say, you know, someday, you know, I'll have them. And then, you know, that, that was my earliest memory of sneakers. Um, and then the years went by, my interest in sneakers was just mostly in the tech, you know, like early 90s, I would love, uh, I started to love the new technology that would come out, you know, obviously, you have the Jordan 4s, and then the 5s, I look like a fighter plane, and I mean, that that was just cool, and then I remember the pump came out, uh, you know, air pressure, air command force, you know, the Reebok pump, like, those were just, like, the most amazing thing to me, because I would swear that like if I had those shoes, I could slam dunk, you know, just because, you know, it fit good, it looked cool. Um, and then you would look cool on the playground. So those are some of my early memories as far as shoes. Um, but I could never have them. So I remember even going to the mall um, and then, you know, you would go to like a Foot Locker and I would ask to try on the shoes and then I would try them on and then no one would be looking. I would steal the the little tag, you know, the 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 pamphlet you know and yeah. then you'd open it up and it'd be like the cutaway of like it'll show the upper the midsole the uh, air sole the little blueprint i would just start taking those and collecting them <laughs> and then i would draw them like uh i would take them home and trace them and just like have little pictures on my wall of them and just really obsess over them um so then you know after time went on my interest i guess kind of shifted away i pretty much stopped playing basketball i got into high school and um, around then that was like early nineties, I started getting more into like music and stuff. So I didn't really have like a, a huge, um, interest in shoes. I had a couple pairs that I would get occasionally, but nothing like, like a collector status back then. Um, it was just more celebrating every time something new came out and just being like, Oh, that's cool. Like everyone's wearing it. But then I would probably just have like some basic kicks, you know, back then. Um, and then as far as collecting, I mean, that happened a little bit later in life. I would say maybe, I would say maybe in my early 20s. So let's say 2000 and 2001, 2002, 2003, I started paying attention again because that's when they started retroing like the threes and the fours. And then the, what was it? The cool gray, cool gray fours came out. And then I just started watching. Um, and then I just had barely gotten a, a job. So, or a good job. So I started making a little bit more money and then eventually I told myself, all right, it's time. Let me start buying shoes. Um, so that's when I started buying sneakers, man. And then one thing led to the next and it just kind of went crazy. 
And before I knew it, I had at one point I had like 350 pairs. Good. All right. Hey, don't, don't <laughs> it's feel pretty bad. insane. Don't feel bad. So let me ask you this, Barry. Like when you started working, like getting your first real paycheck, what was the first pair of sneakers that you bought for yourself? <laughs> this is an embarrassing story. Anyways, so I was looking on eBay. eBay was like new back then. This was probably 2000 and man, maybe like 2003, somewhere around there, 2003, let's say. Um, I, I really wanted the fours because that was my favorite Jordan. I had remembered, you know, when, when my boy Joy, Joe would wear them, like I remember he would just dog them out. And I, that was a shoe that really attracted, was a, I was attracted to. So I went on eBay. I looked up Jordan four, not knowing really anything. I just found the one I wanted. It was in my size. It was 89 bucks. And I was like, cool, 89 bucks, you know, ship it came from China. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know any that better. Right. I just wanted to have them. So it came in, you know, I tried them on. I was like, yeah, oh, I was so excited, man. And then like maybe about a month after I had, I worn them every day straight. And then about a month later, uh, one of my homies came to my house and he was like, Hey, who's, uh, who's Jordans are those over there on the porch? And I was like, Oh, those are mine, dude. He's like, they're fake. I was like, oh. what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, man, they're fake. Like they don't look anything like, you know, the originals. And I'm like, how do you know? And then he started like pointing out things and he goes, let me guess, like the box was all smashed and it came from China. And he's like, you probably paid like a hundred bucks for him. Huh? I was like, yeah, I did. And so it was pretty depressing, man. Like I want to find a picture. I'll find it someday. But after he told me they were fake, I remember I put them on my porch on the ledge outside because I live in an apartment. So I put it on the ledge and I put a sign and said free. <laughs> oh, I just, man. and someone took them. I mean, but I just felt so like got, you know, and then from there, I started paying more attention to shoes. Um, and then shortly after that, I, I got a couple of Jordans here and there. Nothing that I can really remember, probably like, a, I don't know, maybe Jordan 14 last shots and mm -hmm. a couple of random ones. Like I really didn't have a have an idea what I wanted to get because there wasn't a whole lot of retros back then in the okay. early like 2000s. Um, and then. I, I, I stumbled upon the Tiffany dunk. Um, and so when I saw that Tiffany dunk, I, I was doing research online on something it came across. So this was probably Oh four Oh five. Um, and man, that shoe was just beautiful to me. The first time I saw that shoe, it's actually right there. I see it. Yeah. Beautiful shoe, man. Like that was my grail. But I mean, back then it was pretty expensive. I want to say they were going for like maybe two to $300. I mean, I thought that was a lot of money back then. Um, maybe they were a little bit more, but they weren't, they weren't like obviously now prices, but they were, they were up there. Mm -hmm. And so I said, you know, I want to get those someday. And then because I couldn't, um, I started looking for regular dunks. And then I started realizing, wow, there's all these different colors and every dunk has like a story behind it. Um, so I started hitting up like local skate shops um, you know, you know, in the area that I lived in, in the East Bay, we had a, a Cali skates and they had a dunk account. So I would just walk in and there was dunks just sitting there. So I would just, I don't even remember what the first one I picked up was, but I got that. And then that kind of started a chain reaction to where kind of like back in, when I was, uh, in the, in the music scene, buying records, I would hit up every single shop in a weekend, just digging for records. So I started doing the same thing with sneakers um and just kind of going crazy like I, I would have a route up and down the bay area and we would hit that like me and the homie would hit it up like i don't know it'd be like a whole all day thing we'd leave in the morning go up to you know from where we lived we lived in the east bay 
would drive up to like San Leandro, Oakland, and then take the bridge to San Francisco, hit up all the shops there, and then go all the way back down to like San Jose, hit up the Great Mall outlet, Damn. and drive all the way back up home. Um, and so for months and, and years, we would actually do that route, you know, once a month, sometimes twice, twice a month, sometimes every week. Like it was, it was pretty crazy, man. Like I was, I was pretty wild back then. Um, and obviously I didn't have a lot of responsibility, no kids. I didn't own yeah. a house. I was just renting back then. Yeah. Um, very minimal responsibility. So I had a lot of expendable, um, expendable income. I was just copying whatever, man. Wow, that's <laughs> So you've had your your peak of collecting. You said you had up to three hundred fifty pairs. Is that yeah is that right? Yeah, three hundred and fifty so, pairs. So how many pairs do you have now currently? Mm, right now, um, so it's kind of cool that my wife bought me these boxes because now it's kind of <laughs> limited. You know, yeah, like yeah. if it's not in a, I mean, I still have quite a few that's not in a in a display case, but mm-hmm. um, I would say maybe like a hundred hundred twenty. Okay. Um, but I keep it flowing. I keep it rotating. It will probably talk about like how I rotate my collection out yeah, in a bit. But yeah, yeah, not about 150. But when I sold my collection, I probably kept maybe like I want to say maybe 15, 20 pairs. Mm-hmm. You know, I kept stuff I didn't want to get rid of. So obviously my Tiffany's, um, you know, that was my Grail shoe. Um, I sold my collection to help fund my wedding. Uh, back in 2000 and I think it was 2011. Uh, so I started selling off like car parts and bikes and just DJ equipment, like everything. Um, and my shoe collection, I was like, oh, that has to go. So um, yeah, I sold it for like, I don't even want to think about what I mean, what I for sold the wedding, it for. You don't, you don't have to worry about the it, bill. The yeah. Bill, you paid the yeah. bill off. You know what I mean? would, I would do it again in a heartbeat for sure. Yeah. 100%. Uh, but it, I can't help but think like, man, if I kept them till today and sold them today, you know, I probably would have at least tripled or more, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just with some of the stuff that I had. Um, but, you know, like I said, I, I would do it in a heartbeat. Uh, the return on investment has been great. You know, my, yeah. my wife, my family is beautiful. So there's no there's no giving that up at all. You know, hey, that I, would, I would do it again if I had to. Hey, for sure. And you have a wife that supports your hobby, which Man, is that, cool. That's probably the biggest, that's probably the biggest gift that I got out of this whole situation. Like I don't, I talked to a lot of guys and I know dudes that are like my age have been married forever and they still hide shoes in their trunk because they don't want their wife to know, you know? And uh, I think my wife really, un- she genuinely understands it. Like when we got together, that was me. That was part of the package. Um, and she, she was always into sneakers too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just not like, not so much Nike. She was mostly into like, you know, runners like Reebok um, classics and okay. Osaka Tigers and Sockenies and, yeah. you know, that, that kind of stuff, just comfortable sneakers. No, nothing flashy, nothing hype. Just like, you know, she liked them, you know, like she has, I'm sitting next to her heel rack. She has a rack of heels right next to me, you know? <laughs> um, and then she has her own, her own version of this on the other side of our room. So it's, okay. It's pretty crazy, but yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely blessed to have not just my wife, but my kids, man. My kids just love it too. Like, you know, my daughter's um, she's uh, uh, gonna be a junior in high school, and and she's just always loved sneakers. She's always had it since she was a baby. Same thing with my son. Like, his middle name is Jordan. So that was one of our you know our things. So, wow, pretty dope, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm a lucky guy to be able to enjoy my passion and have people that I that uh, that are close to me that support it for sure. Yeah, that's dope. I mean, like I said, you know, nothing against like 
you know, uh, having common interests with like your your significant other. But yeah, that's definitely a plus. How like you are you and your wife has that mutual understanding. Hey, you know, like you were saying, this is part of the package. I like sneakers. I'm not hiding anything. Whatever I get, it's all you know out of out of like you know out of negotiation, out of a good price. And no, we'll definitely talk in, you know more into that, like how you acquire your sneakers. Yeah. So that's that's dope. Like you know, that's also part of having a uh, open, open and honest you know communication. So that's that's really that's really dope, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No, that that's another big thing too. I know there's a lot of sneaker collectors and and people that have had large collections in the past that listen to your podcast. Um, and that's one of the things, man. Like. When you make that decision, like I'm gonna let go of my prized possessions, um, you know, it comes it comes with with a lot of responsibility as well. Like, mm-hmm. um, I I make it a point to where, you know, obviously this costs a lot of money, right? Like I have mm-hmm. I have a pretty solid, you know, a pretty solid humble collection, mm-hmm. um, but I made the decision early on, like, okay, I love sneakers. I'm always going to love sneakers. I didn't sell my collection because I was over it. I sold it for a purpose, right? But does that mean I'm going to stop collecting sneakers? Because I know a lot of OG sneaker collectors that just, they sold all their stuff back, you know, five, 10 years ago. And then that's it. That's a wrap. They just wear like chucks and bands. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I made a decision at that point, a conscious decision to say, you know what? This is who I am. This is what I love. I'm not going to stop it. But my priority is my family. And they need to be fed amongst everything else. They need to be housed, you know. So how can I acquire what I want and not have to tap into our day-to-day life, our li- my daily, my day-to-day livelihood, you know, like my regular paycheck? So I took it as a challenge. I was like, you know what? You know, like I told you earlier in text, like my mom said, if there's a will, there's a way. So I had to figure out a way to be able to pursue my passion and not have it financially impact uh, my family as much as possible. You know, every once in a while, I'll pick something up or, you know, we'll, we'll splurge a little bit and buy a couple of things at the Nike outlet and whatnot. But uh, for the most part, I've really had to be very crafty um, with being able to figure out how to acquire these shoes and not have to, you know, tap into my actual paycheck to do it. That's great. I mean, like I said, a lot of a lot of people get tempted, uh, especially when you get something that you've been wanting or um, uh, a highly you know sought after release. Of course, like you know, either you pay for the pay for the retail, or you pay for the high. Um, and you know, like me, me and my co-host RJ, you know, we stress about you know being patient. And you know, if you don't get it, you don't get it. But right. you know, there's also you know there was a point in time, and for all of us that. You know, if, if you wanted something and luckily the, the resale wasn't that bad during that, um, you know, our time of collecting, you know, I didn't pay like a thousand, two thousand. I mean, to me, that's like ridiculous. It's, it's way yeah. above my, you know, ways of like, hey, like this is not even collecting no more. This is like this is not even right. It's, not, it's like an obsession already. So right. um, I think that's great. You have that fine line of, you know, OK, you know, I can rotate my sneakers. If I don't like something, I can always like sell them, trade them, um, and you know that's. I think that's the, the beauty part of it because, um, like you were saying, like you took a child, you took upon yourself that you wanted to challenge yourself. All right, if I don't like something, you know, I can just trade trade uh, these these pairs, three pairs, four pairs, for you know a nice pair that you know 
that nobody wants anymore. And I got it at a pretty good, reasonable trader, good price. Yeah, that's that's true. And it, it didn't like click right away, um, but it took some time. I mean, you know, like I said earlier, I had a lot of other hobbies and stuff. One of the things being, you know, I've always been into cars mm -hmm. and um, it kind of started with car parts because I was building cars like, you know, Civics and um, and I wouldn't want to pay the price to buy parts, you know, yeah. at retail. I would yeah. want to get them used. And a lot of times you can find them used cheap. You know, back then it was Craigslist and eBay. Yeah. So I would just scour through those websites constantly and find parts used. Sometimes they'd be broken. Sometimes they'd be dirty. And so I would just clean them up and, and, and try to do my best, the best I can to fix them and get them repaired and then slap them on the car. And it was like good as brand new. And then when I didn't like it anymore, I would just, there would be value to yeah. it. So I would sell it or trade it. And essentially that's what I did with sneakers. You know, after I had, you know, normal pairs of shoes, I only had like, you know, 10, 15 pairs. I was like, okay. I started looking at what I had and I was like, all right, do I really want this? Do I really want that? And then I started putting some up for sale, like what left I had. And, and it wasn't always easy. There was times where I, I've been selling sneakers because I really need the money. Like we had no money, but that's where it kind of clicked because people would hit me up for trades, even though I was trying to get cash. And I'm like, well, if I could trade this one pair for four pairs, I could sell two yep. and keep two and then I'm winning, you know? Yeah. So that's when it kind of started, you know, happening. And then, you know, I was just getting, I was just, constantly looking for deals on craigslist back then and then offer up came out and man you know that you know that story once <laughs> yeah and, facebook and, yeah you know what i'm saying like in, in the short uh short uh, time span i got to know barry like you know not because we're filipinos but the fact that <laughs> you know we have a you know we have a, a common interest sneakers and trying to get them for the best deal that possible you know like me and RJ, we talk about player price. And then when I see, when I, when I see like, you know, the stuff that you've been getting and then you tell me, Hey, like I got it for this price or that price. I'm like, that is insane. Like <laughs> that is just what I used to do. Um, and you know, like a part of that too. And what I mean, RJ miss it. You know, we do miss it dearly is that of course it's time consuming because you have to look, you have to look through all the websites. You have to look through the apps. You have to go through the stores, uh, you know, during that time, you know, for us, it was, it was, it was the hunt, you know, the hunt of like knowing, not knowing what you can get that day. And, you know, I remember like me and RJ, we just go to the mall. We would, we would go to, you know, champs. And then we see all these shoes for like 1999, $29.99. People didn't want them. So I was we're like, yeah. what? This shoe was like $200 and they knocked it down to like $29.99. Of course. That's like, that's not even a, no hesitation. You right. just, you just get it 100%. Um, so, you know, I'm kind of like gauging it towards that way, uh, Barry. So uh, tell us more about like, you know, your, uh, your logic on how, on getting, you know, good deals. Like you were saying, like offer up eBay, yeah. Facebook marketplace. Um, what is the other ones? Um, Mercari, Craigslist. Yeah. Craigslist. So tell, tell us more like your logic on, you know, getting these types of like deals. 
Um, I mean, being in sales for a long time, you kind of learn, you know, I've, I've studied sales and I've, I've managed sales and taught people how to sell. So you kind of learn that a product is only worth what somebody is going to pay for it, right? The value is only worth what somebody is willing to exchange, whether in cash or within trade. So with that in mind, it's like, I see these ridiculous prices, you know, like uh, off-white Jordan 1s for $4,600. Like, do you, I, I could guarantee that I go through my contact list on my phone. Not one person would pay in this contact list would pay $4,600 for one pair of sneakers. Not me, one me included. Me right. Included. Yeah. So is there people that do apparently? Yes. Because the market prices is, is high because somebody has either paid that or something close to it. But in reality, the normal person, right. Is not going to pay that money guaranteed. Right. I don't think anyone is going to pay that much for one pair of shoes. Now, with that in mind, it's kind of like almost reverse psychology, you know, like you're going to, okay, so you, you're going to, someone's going to post something for sale. Um, and whenever I, whenever I'm selling on OfferUp, it's always going to be marked up a little bit because that's the name of the app, OfferUp, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll price it a little bit higher. Somebody's obviously going to lowball me and then we'll negotiate back and forth up there. If the negotiation, as far as price doesn't work, then we, I entertain trades and I always, would rather trade because I'm not a reseller. I'm a collector and I rock all my sneakers. So I'm not trying to really come up on people. I just would rather have something that I could put on my feet and rock and enjoy either forever or maybe just a couple of times. And based on that, that, that depends on how much I'm willing to pay, how much I'm willing to uh, trade. Um, but when I'm offering it, <laughs> it's player prices all day man like it's Let's no go. holds barred like it 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 depends on how much i want something right so let's just like for example uh what's one that we picked up one that i picked up recently um, yeah give give us an example because like i i kind of I, I it took me a while like how does barry get all these like player prices like oh okay i get it like I, <laughs> it's just like light bulb so if you want to like you know let the listeners know like how you know, how you uh, negotiate uh, a certain item that you're that you're looking for. Yeah, let's look at um, there's, there's a couple of different things, right? So let's just look at something that's, that's like high value or something. Let's go. So like, let's just do this one already. Oh, uh, so UNC and this kind of this might not be the best example because these are beaters, uh, but it does kind of segue into how I got into cleaning and restoration. Okay. So this is a pair of uh unc off-white ones it's they were fairly beat they looked worse when uh can't really see it on camera but they looked worse when i got them mm -hmm. i mean i showed you pictures yeah um, of what they look like the condition but you know i cleaned them up a little bit i didn't really go hard on them because i just wanted to wear them already so i don't want to take too much time but essentially um i was at the flea market the rose bowl flea market um and this I was walking around and this guy had these on a table and he had other kicks on there, but it was these and like some other dunks and stuff like that. So I knew he was into older dunks. Um, so I walked up to him. I mean, these things were trash. They were just, they were dirty. Uh, there's a lot of heel drag on it. Um, but they were, I looked at them. I was like, what size are these? And they were my size of 11 or 12 or whatever. Uh, there's are 11. And I said, Hey, how much? And he said 400. And I know the market on these, <laughs> Yeah, he was asking 400 cash, okay. right? So I kind of in my head, I was like, all right, that's, that's reasonable. Um, you know, obviously the condition is pretty bad, but here in SoCal, I mean, I know it's different in, in like state to state and area to area, but in SoCal, you, 
there's a lot of cats that rock stuff like they live in LA and they just wear it every day. That's their only pair of shoes, like heat and there's trash and they still want a premium for it, right? So $400 for these is pretty insane cash. Um, anyways, I was like, you know what? I was like, are you open to trades? This is like literally at the flea market. And I had a pair of shoes with me, like an all-star one uh, that was pretty beat. I got those for from a homie for 40 bucks. Um, and then uh, I had some other off-whites and stuff like Terra Tigers, nothing, nothing special, but I just wanted to feel this guy out because I knew when I saw it and I knew his price, I knew somehow I was going to work a deal with him. Right. So he's like, yeah, I'm open to trades, but you know, what do you have? And then I showed him the ones and I could tell just by the way he was looking at it, that he was kind of interested, um, even though they were pretty beat, uh, but they were in better condition than these. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so I know that what the, the market on those is probably, you know, maybe a hundred and 150, tops on like that actual shoe and so it would require a multiple trade and that's exactly what i told him i was like i could do those and like either cash on top or those and like maybe another pair or two um and i was like i'll tell you what like i didn't want to pressure him too much because i knew he was just trying to sell them i was like i'll tell you what uh what's your instagram let's keep in touch uh and then when i get home i'll take pictures of whatever i have and and i'll shoot you some pictures and then we'll go from there so he was like, yeah, that's cool. And then uh, I hit him up later on that night when I got home and uh, I asked him if he still had them. He's like, yeah, I still have them. Um, so I started sending him just random pictures of, of things that I had in my collection that I've already decided to either sell or get rid of. Um, so long story short, I had uh, two other pairs Uh, a pair of dunks that i got on ebay for 40 bucks it was like a black and red it actually looks like the ones that dropped the undercover today the ones that dropped today yeah yeah uh they're lows though so they're 2010 black and red lows. i got those on ebay 40 bucks and then um gosh what's the other pair um oh my ray guns i had the ray gun sbs which i absolutely love the 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 tie-dye and i don't like a lot of the i don't like a lot of the re-releases yeah quote unquote but those were fire it's just that those were a size 11 okay and then the sb dunk i can't really do an 11 it's It's i make it work but it's it's it hurts after a while so yeah yeah so i couldn't wear it as much and i was trying to trade it for a 12 to someone because i've done a lot of size swaps but Mm. no luck so i was like tell you what i'm gonna give you my ray guns and these dunks and these all-stars so ray guns i bought for 120 the two pairs of dunks i bought for 40 and 40 or the dunks and the ones i bought 40 each so that's 200 bucks okay so he wanted 400 cash i spent 200 out of pocket i to me that was a win i mean even if the condition was bad yeah um and then also in my head too i was like worst case if these shoes don't check out for whatever reason i'm only getting got for 200 Right. Even though the market value on that, those three pairs was higher. Um, I still won. And the guy's legit, you know, uh, he, you know, he runs his shop. So I don't think he would do me like that. And I checked them out, legit checked them, got like four or five different opinions and they're all fine. I mean, there's some things that the fakes just don't do right. Um, you know, which is, which is kind of a whole other discussion on, on, you know, if you're going to play this used shoe game, you know, yeah. with the off for up game, you're, you're gonna take some L's, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, that, that like I said, like you were saying, it comes with the territory, right? Sometimes you mm-hmm. get burned. You get burned with fakes. You get burned with bad deals. You get burned with overpaying. You know, that's you have to you have to take your L's and learn from them and move on. A lot yeah. of people, 
a lot of people get so butthurt. They're like, no, I don't want to, I don't want everyone to use it again, or I don't want to sell it again, or I want to buy again. So at least you have that positive attitude. Like, you know what? This is a lesson learned for me. You yeah. know, um, yeah, I bought some Jordan fours that were fake, you know, back in the day, but you know, it, it's okay because you know now I know how to legit check them. I know what exactly. I know what stuff to look for. So that's crazy, yeah. right? Like, um, when you gauge your prices on how much um, that you want to put on top cash wise. Do you go by the amount that you paid for or the amount that it's worth current uh, for current uh, current day? Um, you mean like if if someone was if I'm selling or if I'm buying? Like 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 how you were saying about your off price, right? So you're saying like 40, mm-hmm. 40 plus 120. So that's what? 200, right? Yeah. So do you gauge because you those are the prices that you paid for, right? Right. Do you use those prices that you paid for or do you like fluctuate it a little bit by like $50, $100 more? So that way, okay, so I, these shoes are worth like 250 300 you know, I'll add 100 on top. Do you sometimes gauge it based on that? Yeah, or? Within, within reason. It just okay. happened. Like I feel like those shoes is, would, is a pretty fair trade mm-hmm. because if you really look at GOAT, uh, which is probably the only real – not real, but it's hard to compare StockX because I don't really have any dead stock sneakers, right? right? So GOAT is probably the only place I can go to look at a used shoe that's being sold in the premium market because okay. eBay, I mean, eBay is hit or miss with the pricing. Um, so I go on GOAT and I look at a couple of used pairs to see one, if the shoe's even on there because I have some old shit that's not even on GOAT, yeah, yeah. Um, especially used. Then I look at, you know, roughly what the used pairs are going for and then, you know, go with the condition, you know, box, no box, yellowing, cracking, whatever. Um, so like that, I'll just break it down. So that 2010 bread pair uh, on, on goat, they're actually going for 250, 400 or 250 to 300 in my size, size 11. I think that was an 11 and a half. Right. Uh, so 250 and then the Ray guns, those are going for, you know, I think 250 and up mm-hmm. uh, some, some people want more depending on the condition. So that's 500 right there. Um, and then the all-stars, I mean, the all-star pair that I gave him was pretty beat. I had scuffs, it had chips on the, you know, and then heel drag. So I would say roughly 160. That's okay. like, if I went by street value, he got like a good, like if, if I was him on the receiving end, yeah. I could flip each one of those for oh, 200, you know, of roughly. Course. So I'm winning if I, especially when he spit out that 400, Yeah. when he spit out that 400, I, I, I knew already like, okay. I'm going to be able to work this yeah. deal somehow. And I told my wife and then I told you, I, t- I mean, I, I worked I on this know, deal yeah. for like a week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like how long, how long did the negotiate? How long was the, neg- the negotiations? Uh, I would say yeah, like on and off like a week before I wow. locked it down. Yeah. Wow. And then finally we came to an agreement and really? you know, I, I shot them. I was trying to obviously come up. I, I had other pairs that yeah, I didn't yeah. care about as much. Yeah. The, it, what did it was the originally I offered them the Ray gun and the all-star. He's like, I don't know if the value's there. And then I didn't want to give up those breads at first because I actually liked those. I rocked them and I felt like I I came up on those. Right. But then I was like, there's really nothing else that I'm willing to get rid of. Um, And I have a lot of black, red and white pairs of shoes. Mm -hmm. So if I want that vibe when I'm wearing it, I could just wear, you know, my my bread ones, my Chicago ones, the same shoe, basically, right? You're right. So I was like, all right, I'll let these go. Got them for 40 bucks, no hair off my back. And yeah. let's see if he goes for it. And he yeah. said, yep, immediately. Damn. So I drove out there, met up with him. Cool guy, you know, super cool guy. He does a lot. Yeah. He does mostly vintage stuff. He doesn't really yeah. do sneakers. He's mostly into like shirts and jerseys and stuff yeah. like that. So, um, 
but yeah, that's just one example. I mean, other things, I mean, I think that might be useful for people is uh, like when I'm searching in the aftermarket, like when I'm looking on uh, OfferUp and Facebook, sometimes I don't search the obvious. So like I was telling you, like a lot of people will type like super specific searches, like bread yeah, yeah. one size 11, Jordan, Nike, yeah, whatever. Yeah. That's only going to give you a small stream. Um, so I'll do one of two things. I'll, I'll, if there's something specific that I want, let's say like today I was looking for cement fours. So I was looking for the white cement for I just type cement 11 and a half and then see what comes up. Right. If nothing comes up. You know, I'll, I'll just type 11 and a half or I'll just type cement because sometimes if you type 11.5, they're putting 11 and then one dash two in their listing. Mm, and that would never okay. come up if you put 11 and a half. Right. So I go kind of, I play with the search, the search words and okay. I get different results. And when yeah. I'm hella bored and I, I just want to buy something or trade and I, I'm, you know, I'll just do a regular random search for yeah. anything. And then I'll just sift, sift through and see what shoes pop up and what size. And I also play around with the area. Like uh, if I have cash on hand because I've been doing some, you know, shoe trades and deals and I have cash, then I'm looking local. If I don't have any cash, I'm checking eBay and I'm checking like shipping because you can ship through offer up too, which you know, so sometimes it's, it's, it's hit or miss, Yeah. but, uh, I, I've done, you know, deals with people that are like on the other side of the country um, and that's worked out too, but it's yeah. like, if, if it's a steal, it's a steal, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's how I search. Um, and then you can on offer up for sure. You can, you can lock in specific searches and I think you can do that on eBay too. I just learned yeah. that. Um, so if I'm, I'm actively looking for, you know, a Chicago one, you could type Chicago one and then your size and then lock mm -hmm. it in. And then anytime someone lists something with those words, it'll pop up. And the value in that is if it pops up in your notifications, you're usually one of the first people to, to get it, to see it. Wow. Um, kind of like the, this uh, black and white pair that I picked up. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just went on a, a general search, you know, I didn't, I, I searched nothing. There was nothing in the search bar and I was scrolling down and then I seen the shoes and the listing was Jordans. That was it. That was the title, yeah. Jordans. Yeah. And I want to say the N and the S were reversed. So it was like, Jordas. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So he spelled it wrong. Yeah. And I seen the shoes. I was like, dude, those are 2014 black and white OG highs. Yeah. So I hit the guy up and then, you know, that story, you know, I hit him up like after five minutes of him listing it. And I think he was asking 180 and then mm -hmm. we negotiated the price a little bit. I said 120. I live 40 minutes away. I'm going to come right now. And then I went to the dude's house. He wasn't there. His neighbor was like, I don't know who, you know, Damn. I don't know. And then, you know, long story short, I was texting you like, dude, what do I do? I think I got, you know, stood up. I just drove hella far. I got to go to work. I was like, damn, you know, I'm going to take my L. And then I took off. And then the next thing I texted you was, yo, I got him. <laughs> so like, so how, what happened? Like, was he like, was he away from the house or like, how did that all? I, I think, I think this dude was just like, lit man i think he was like on drugs or something because oh, he he just spaced out like i yeah. told him hey I'm, I'm leaving my house i'll be there in exactly 35 minutes yeah and then when i exited or when i was coming close i texted him yeah uh and i said hey i'm almost there then when i was exiting i texted him again he stopped he stopped responding at that point so i'm like what's up and i park text him again nothing and then I, I i walk outside i go to the gate i'm like looking around there's no one there but the window's open and then his dog's barking at me. And I'm like, well, if he's going to hear the dog, he's going to open the door. Nothing. And then like 
I go to my car, I text them again. And I, at this point I just call them like, Hey man, maybe you fell asleep or something, nothing. And then I, I'm like, you know what, this, this sucks. I just drove 45 minutes. It's pretty far from my house. I'm going to hit traffic going back. I'm, I don't want to leave without something, you know? So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm texting him this whole time, like a long message. Yeah. He's not responding. And then finally I go back and the, the, the guy that I guess rents his room next, like in his garage or something comes out. And I'm like, hey, is, you know, is, is Jesus here? And he's just like, no, nah, I don't know, man. And I'm like, okay, so this dude seemed high too. I was like, <laughs> but it was a nice neighborhood. So I'm like, yeah. all right, I, I really don't know what's going on. Long story short, I leave and I'm like 15 minutes on my drive home. And the guy calls me. He goes, yo, I'm here. I'm like, here? <laughs> I was waiting for 40 minutes for He's like, yeah, my bad, man. Something came up. I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, well, do you still want to sell them? And then, or he said, do you still want to buy them? And I was like, thinking about it. Cause I was, Bro, go back. I was cutting it close. And I was like, yeah. you know what? I already invested all this time. I was like, if you're for sure going to be there, I'm going to turn around. I'll be back in like 15 minutes. Yeah. So I came back and then he had the shoes and he had just taken them out of the washer. Oh, and shit. they, and they were, they were legit dripping, yeah, dripping. And I didn't even look at them because at this point I was so pissed off. I was like, whatever. You just, you go, you just paid them and just yeah, them. paid them. Yeah. I gave him a hundred bucks. It's like, here's your hundred. He didn't question it. He was like, thanks, my bad. And then I bounced. Damn. So you knocked, were, not only soaking wet. You, you knocked it off from <clears> 120 to hundred for the inconvenience because you yeah. just like, here, here, here it is. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that, man, you know, like you got, you're also like one of, you're also concerned about your safety, right? Cause you're like, yeah. damn, like this guy isn't hitting me up. So that's always something that comes into mind, especially you, got, you have a family, right? Of course. I, yeah. And you're like in the back of your mind, like, what, what am I, it's like, what am I doing? You know right. what I mean? Right. Is I, it worth it? Is, is it, it worth, worth the risk? Am I, yeah. am I doing this? To, is it worth like going through all this? So you know, like I said, uh, you just have to be, you know, just be smart about it. Just gauge the situation. Yeah. And, you know, if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So I mean, it, it was definitely a weird situation because at first I was like, all right, well, he gave me his home address. You know, we didn't meet in a public place and he didn't yeah. stand me up like that. Yeah, yeah. He gave me his home address. And then I started thinking, well, maybe this isn't his house. Yeah. So I go back to his offer up page and I look at the other stuff he's selling and all the pictures he took was right in front of the house. So you could see that it was, I was at the right place. Right. So it's like, our, something's up then. And so I, I, that's why I held on just for a little bit more. And then finally he called me long story short, I got him. And then, uh, you know, they were beat. I wish, I wonder if I have a picture I can, I can pull up to show like what they look like. I mean, I um, believe you like just, <laughs> just, just seeing how those, how they're looking now is like, they're looking pristine. You know what I mean? I mean, like I said, no, you're, you know, you don't care about the, the heel drag and the creases, uh, you know, as long as it's wearable for you and yeah. it's, a, it's a nice, it is a very nice shoe. I don't know if the camera is going to focus. Probably not. But uh, maybe I'll, I'll send you a picture. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. A little bit, but that's, I mean, they were, yeah, they were rough, man. The, the, the sole was a heavily stained. Um, and that was after he threw it in the washer. Um, and then, you know, the leather was all creased up. There was yeah. pen marks, but you know, you got it back to life, man. It's Damn. almost there. I'm not. I'm not done with these. I actually decided to take my time on them. Yeah. Uh, so I've been working on these for like since the That's day I dope, got them, man. Three days, four days. They're almost there. Um, those are nice. Are, those are nice pairs. Yeah. I mean, it's just something you could wear with everything. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like you know the whole. I mean, the dunk craze and the Jordan ones. Yeah. Craze. I mean, those are nice. So I see you have an off-white one. 
uh, yeah. Chicago. So if I don't mind asking, like, how much, how did you acquire those? How much did you pay for them? And what shoes did you trade for them? <laughs> you did. I'm All curious. Right, so, so I, I traded three pairs, three pairs of shoes and cash on top. Okay. Um, and the cash obviously came from other stuff that I had been selling. Okay. Um, so if I remember correctly, it was a pair of 2013 black toe ones. Okay. Uh, the all-star ones. It was a pretty clean pair. Uh, okay. All-star ones. Um, it was an, had another, I think it was a Yeezy, uh, cr- not cream. The, uh, what were they called? They looked like they had the cream stripe. Oreo. Oreo, okay. Yeah, Yeezy Oreo, uh, and then 300 bucks cash. So three pairs, two pairs of ones, one pair of Yeezys. At the time, the Yeezys were pretty, yeah. you know, they were pretty up there. Yeah. Um, and then cash. And then obviously the value of those shoes was probably a bit higher back then because this so, was maybe two years. Two years ago? Two, before two years they shot ago? up, shot up. Yeah, I think, um, actually, you know, maybe like a year and a half, two wow. years. It was, it was a while ago. It was definitely before they were like 4,600 brand new for sure. Yeah. But they so, were up there. They were up there. Already. Was yours like come with OG like box? Yeah. So surprisingly, zip, zip, zip yeah, surprisingly this pair. So I had got, got, when we talked about L's, I got, got on my first pair off by ones. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I ended up getting a fake pair. I was pissed off because that was a big trade too. Uh, mm-hmm. Not as big because when I got them, it was probably, you know, 2018. When did those come out? 2017. It was like a year after they had come out yeah. and you Yeezys were still big. And I had traded a, like two or three pairs of Yeezys or something plus cash yeah. to get those. Long story short, they were ended up being fake. So I had a fake pair with me to compare. Um, and at the time, that's when I, you know, I was at the shop. So I was a little bit more well-versed about, you okay. know, legit checking. Uh, long story short. Yeah. Uh, three pairs, cash. And then that was it. But I had OG all. I think I might be missing... Um, laces? No, has all the laces. Wow. The black, orange, green, and white, and then uh, the uh, all the tissue paper, the hand tag, Damn. all those there. Only thing wrong with them, I would say, is there's like a crazy amount of heel drag on one of the shoes. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, um, they're clean. They're actually yeah. much cleaner than this other pair. Um, but you know what? You can say that you got two of those off-white ones for. A crazy, you know, a player price deal. You know, yeah, you I mean? <laughs> didn't break the bank. You didn't. That's, that's the thing. Like, it's a, it's more valuable to me. Not so much the the value of the shoe, but what's more valuable is, you know, the the pricing that I got it for, mm-hmm. um, and the way that I acquired it. I mean, just like you said, man, you guys used to hit up the sales racks before. I used to do the same thing, yep. man. That nineteen ninety nine, twenty nine yep. ninety nine. Like yep. I live for that stuff, you know. Yep. Like that's that's more exciting than saying, oh, I I cashed out on some, you know, I cashed out on some, you know, off whites for 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 a grand. You know, that's mm-hmm. that just doesn't sound exciting to me. Yeah, because but because you, you know, know why? Like when you buy cheap shoes, and then of course you tuck them, right? So tuck them over time. There's a there's a there's a demand there's a there's an interest of a certain shoe, and of course like you know you 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 play the market, you see the market, and people are willing to pay for that market price. So basically, like that 1999 shoe, flipped to like a 250 300 shoe, right? Mm-hmm. So basically, you're reinvesting it, that money like 10 times worth than what you paid for. I mean, it's just like stocks, you know, and whatever you're investing, you just 
you're just reinvesting it back into your sneakers. And the nice part about it is that you're not you're not touching any of your memes, which is good. Right. Yeah, that's the best thing. You don't. I mean, you don't, when yeah, when when I do touch my memes, here's here's my thing. We talked about this too, and then uh, the homie Greg, man, they they know forty dollars. That's my like that's my that's my magic number okay. if i can get a shoe for four you'd be surprised the kind of shoes that i've been able to acquire for 40 bucks i'll even go up to 60 if it's like you know a hot shoe yeah um you know and then 100 would be like i really really want it and i'm talking yeah. cash out of my pocket you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but 40 bucks is like a no-brainer uh, yeah. you want to see what i got for 40 bucks let's go That's crazy i got this right here forty dollars right chicago low chicago ones. one lows yeah. i mean yeah. that's the thing like i think someone in the sneaker history discord today posted that they got these for 49.99 when they came out i mean that's that's true because they were out outlets yep um but personally i prefer one lows over one highs like to wear i wear them all mm -hmm. the time i mean these things are more beat than when i got them yep but i mean it, it this is the kind of stuff that I was able to find. Uh, again, similar with this one, you know, it wasn't listed as a Jordan one Chicago high. It was listed at a, as a, as a low top Nike shoe. Like that yeah. was the listing. Right. And then when yeah. I met up with the dude and I, I feel bad for this guy, but he was the reason why he sold these is because he goes, bro, I got the high top ones, the ones that everyone wants. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. He's like, let yeah. me go show you. He brought out the rare air, uh, remember the ones that say rare air on the top? Yeah. Instead of the, the wings logo. Yeah. So it was a, like a bright orange almost. Oh, he got like an Yeah. And he, he was thinking they were the Chicago yeah. highs. Yeah. I mean, they kind of look the same, the color blocking. And I was like, Oh, those are dope, man. Thank you. And then I copped these for 40 bucks. <laughs> yeah, man. You just, you just, so, you know, keep your mouth shut. Just, yeah. I mean, it's cool. he was yeah. excited about it. And at the end of the day, there's shoes, you put them on your feet, yep. you wear them. They're conversation starters sometimes, exactly. but for the most part, exactly. you, know, you, you enjoy them. And, yeah. and who's one to judge? You know, if someone's wearing off-whites or if they're just wearing regular GR Nike Air Maxes yeah. that no one cares about. If people like it, rock it. I mean, it's they're meant yep. to be worn. Yep. So yes. you don't have any dead stock pairs, right? Like you um, you Right any? now, let me look. I don't think so, man. Not I wear everything. Wear even everything? the clots. Even the clots that I just got. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I have nothing dead stock. I prefer Damn. used. Yeah. I, pr I definitely prefer yeah. used uh, for a lot of reasons. One, the price point, right? Uh, as you can see, I'm able to get them for a lot lower. Um, and then that's a challenge to me uh, for certain ones that I know I'm going to keep mm. to bring them back. That's actually how like the whole sneaker cleaning and restoration yeah. thing was born, was me not being able to afford sneakers. So I would take a beat up pair bring it back to life just so that I can wear it and not get laughed at, you know what yeah. I mean? So that's kind of how that started. Um, that's why I prefer used because I can get them. I mean, I'm not scared of a used shoe. Some people are super, uh, you know, which I understand there's a lot of risks that come involved, but the longer I've done it, the, the, the more I've learned how to properly clean, uh, sanitize, restore, you know, so I never have any, never have any weird issues. I've had a couple of times where I'm like, man, this shoe is like, beyond beyond these, 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 beat. yeah these so stink yeah. or I gotta yeah. Oh. Them. yeah these awesome ones were pretty these ones were pretty bad when i first got them uh also got a couple dunks off ebay older sbs i got yeah. some band-aids that were pretty bad 
um, some Shimizu's that were pretty bad, but Damn. you know, I, I still wear them. You know, they're they're torn in the back. You know where the heel is, and uh, they they didn't smell very good. They came from like a smoking home, and <laughs> some of them smell yeah, smell yeah. like other things than cigarettes. Oh just man, pretty crazy, man. That's dope. That's dope. So a nice segue <laughs> for this, Barry. So um, I know you're also you were also a part of a a small business, right? Um, mm-hmm. Was it like dealing with sneakers or? Yeah. So um, when I started Soulworks, um, I was doing sneaker cleaning and restoration. Um, and mostly my business was just coming from friends, friends, family, word of mouth, Instagram. I started the Instagram page and and people started bringing me their shoes. And then uh, it got kind of kind of crazy in my house because I was doing it in my bathroom, basically. And it, it's just, it sucks. Like my son has to take a shower, but then I'm over here like scrubbing some shoes. You're drying shoes you know, <laughs> on the ledge of the sink. Yeah. yeah oh man, yeah. and it was it was pretty intense. Um, but uh, so uh, two buddies of mine approached me. They were actually they had been uh, buying and reselling sneakers for probably about a year, a little over, and they were saving money. They were saving up stock uh, to resell. They wanted to open up a consignment shop, so they approached me with the idea to join um, as a partner. Um, and at the time, I was like, "Wow, that's a great opportunity," you know. And then I pitched them the idea of. Uh, incorporating sneaker cleaning business into the consignment shop because you know let's face it I'm not like a crazy reseller I know the game I know how to do it I can mm-hmm. do it but my passion is mostly in wearing sneakers and restoring and cleaning sneakers mm-hmm. so long story short I agreed to do it we jumped on board I mean it, it pretty much blew up man like we had our shop in Corona United Kicks um, and then about a year in the pandemic hit and so at that point you know one, I was kind of overwhelmed with the amount of workload. Um, and then the pandemic, obviously, in the beginning stages was a lot of uncertainty as far as like, what's going to happen. Um, and I didn't know like my professional life, because I still maintained my day job, I didn't know what was going to happen with that. So there was a lot on my mind at the time. And I decided, uh, we were actually in the middle of a, a move. And they're going to be opening up soon. Uh, still here in Corona, brand new spot. It's going to be, it's going to be really dope. Uh, but at the time I decided to um, part ways with them uh, because I wanted to focus on my own family, my own, my own career and, and, and try to, you know, just, I had to put it on the back burner because I was too, uh, I was a little overwhelmed, man, a little stressed mm-hmm. out, uh, a lot of uncertain times. And I just, I, I had, a, I felt like at the time I had a lot at risk uh, to be able to continue investing uh, resources into that. Um, and it it was a tough call, man. Like I was pretty, pretty bitter at like sneakers just in general. Um, and you know, one of the things that brought me back is actually how we met, uh, which the, this, the sneaker history discord, um, you know, Nick has been a good friend of mine for years. We actually met through the car scene and I've been following him and supporting him uh, the best I could. And, you know, I joined the Patreon for sneaker history because, I felt like the value, there's a lot of value in, in, in what I get from them, their podcasts and their, the content and just them as people. And then the discord happened and it was like the perfect time, man. Cause it just put me in a group with people that were basically the same as me, man. We love yep. sneakers for sneakers, not sneakers for resale or, you know, uh, you know, pretty mature bunch of, of guys and just super generous people. And, you know, there's not one 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 person in that Discord that I, I think has like a evil soul behind them. You know, no. they're just like Maybe super like, cool guys. Yeah, you know? yeah, they're all cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone's, like they're all different chill. in their own way, very unique people. Yeah, and yeah, like 
like I said, that's how we that's how we became friends through the Discord. Mm-hmm. I'm also part of the the sneaker history uh, Discord. I mean, you know, you do have to pay, and it's not bad. You know, I think the lowest one's like four ninety nine a month. What's four ninety nine? People buy yeah. Starbucks six seven dollars. You know what I mean? I don't. Yeah. I'm not trying to tell you what to do with your money, but you know, I think for people that want to see a different outlet on what a real sneaker community is like, and I, I even told Nick like, hey, like, because I was pretty heavy on Nike Talk back in the day, and I'm sure you know about the whole Nike Talk, of course, um, of you course. know, community. So like, I say, hey, this is like Nike Talk, and even like, exactly, even even Nick when he was trying to, I think when he did one of his promos for like a, uh, you know, for the Discord, he was like, yeah, it's just like Nike Talk. I was like, hold on, like, I just said that. <laughs> it kind of it kind of hit home, you know what I mean. So, yeah. so um, so tell us more about um. So I, I know you're into restoration, uh, and you know it's very, I guess, very tedious, right? Like you have to make sure that you get the right color. You got you have to make sure you know things are being done in a certain way or almost back to its like factories like settings. Mm-hmm. So how important is like attention to detail when you do a restoration? It's it's funny you ask that question because there's different levels of cleaning a shoe, uh, and you know I, I spoke about this with Mario and Nick on 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 the sneaker history podcast um, a few months back, but um, recently it, this question just became a lot more important to me because when I started, um, you know, I would work on a shoe for hours just uh, trying to bring it back to like as good as of a state as possible and obviously um in the very beginning stages it was like yo i'm just gonna scrub this down real quick take better pictures and flip the shoe you know that's all i was about before like you know just taking the dirt off putting in a good place with good lighting making the shoe look a little bit better and then that way increasing the value and selling it right um is that the right way to clean and restore a shoe it works for sure it works but what's the difference between you and anyone else that's a sneaker restorer, you have to actually, you know, have a lot of passion behind your craft, which means you need to take it up a notch and and, and pay very close attention to detail. Um, like, I mean, I guess this is the closest shoe I have in hand, but um, I, I use this as, a, as an example. So like I mentioned before, you know, the sole was, was almost yellow, actually not yellow. I thought it was yellowing, but it actually wasn't yellowing. It was just extremely dirty. Yeah. Um, there was a very bad, like indents, like scuffs on this top portion of the midsole. Um, there was loose threads, like all around the shoe, like because the shoe was thrown in the washer. I don't know what else he did to it. Um, and then what else? Like the inside, you know, had like a bunch of sock lint. Um, yeah. Just very small things, like loose threads around like the Nike tag. There's still a couple here. You know, like I said, I'm not done with this one yet, but um, as I was working with on the shoe, it kind of clicked um, that what's going to separate my work from the next person and what's going to allow me to charge a premium price is the amount of detail that's being put in. Because realistically, I could pick up a Jason Mark kit, scrub this shoe down, got most of the dirt and scuffs off and called it a day mm-hmm. and flip this shoe for in today's market. I don't know what, like what would you say? 250, 300 easy. Yeah. Right. Um, because DS pairs are going for a grand in this size. More than that, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think we, I looked it up and now that's okay. 
but you know, I, I take a lot of pride in, in the work. So, and I have the knowledge. It's just at some point it it's, do you have the will to, to execute bringing the shoe back and how far do you want to take it? So each pair that I get, I take it as a challenge. And I, I would say that, you know, that was one of the things that got overwhelming when I was actually in a shop is that when you're, when you have, you know, 40 pairs of shoes behind you that are, that are yet to be worked on and you have to take that workload. I mean, am I really going to be able to pay close attention to each thing? No, I, I mean, no, the, the, the honest answer is no. I mean, I could get it done and people will be happy when they get it back, but are they going to be extremely happy? Probably not. So that was another reason I wanted to kind of scale down and say, Hey, you know what? It's going to take me a little bit longer, but my goal is to make you very pleased with the end results. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of, it's funny because I, I cleaned up those dunks for you. Yeah. Um, and and I'm not happy with them. So if you want to give them back to me, no, I, I just got some new tools that I could actually probably bring them back even better. You know what I mean? And that's kind of my thought process is that there's, there's quick jobs and then there's, there's detailing jobs. And I want to focus more on the detailing aspect of it. Um, but what's happening to me before was that I was getting all kinds of different jobs, you know, re-glues, repaints, um, soul swaps, and just like it, it became very, very overwhelming to where I couldn't even focus on cleaning the sole correctly. I would blaze through that so I could make it to the other part of the shoes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, so that was that was actually the, uh, something that just came across my mind. It's funny that you asked it because yeah. that's something that came across my mind. And, and that's one way that when I do relaunch officially, I want to rebrand myself in that sense where the level of detail that you're going to get out of a, out of a clean, just even just a basic cleaning is going to be better. And with that, that that's where all the experience and the tools, you know, that I've been able to acquire, that's where all that stuff comes into play. Um, yeah, that's attention to detail is everything. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be if it's a quick flip. I was actually even thinking about that, making like a part of like a new menu for types of cleaning that yeah. people want. If, it, if you're just a reseller, you want me to clean it up so you can flip it. Yeah. I can get it there. If you want to clean it up for me because you want to collect it and, and display it, yeah. I can get it there too. But if you want to, if you want me to clean it up so you can rock it and enjoy it, yep. that's another level too. Yeah. So yeah. But at the end of the day, I, I, I envision, you know, the intention to detail that I want to put into these restores and these cleanups, you know, that's, that's everything. But, you know, obviously the business side of it is a whole other thing. Like uh, what, what do you want to pay? Are you going to pay me for that uh, time? Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's a whole different thing too. You can't, yeah. You gotta, they got to pay for your time. So on top of you working a nine to five and your family and your wife mm-hmm. and your kids, what are you going to pay me, you know, for me to get compensated correctly? Right. You know what I mean? So those, those factors definitely have to come into play, uh, especially when you're going to be, you know, rebranding, you know, your, your small business and, you know, I'm sure it, it'll be, it'll be great. I think it's just a matter of, you know, like what, what services are you looking to provide? Is it like right. you were saying quick flip or do you want long-term something that has longevity that that way you can enjoy these shoes for a long time. Maybe once, maybe once a year, you can get, come back to me. I can clean it for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, those things, yeah, those like you were saying, there's levels of uh, attention to detail, like depends on what service that you like. So yeah, man, I mean, 
hopefully, you know, hopefully, you know, in time where you start your, your business, you know, running again, that'll be great for you, you know? And it, like I said, that just sucks you back into the hobby and like getting yeah. to know people. So yeah. man, that's a lot of stuff, man. Like you've been, <laughs> you know, a lot of, lot of detail. Um, so, you know, back with like, uh, with sneaker history, right? So I know that you were at a certain point of your life where like, you know, you needed an outlet where you wanted to find something or meet, you know, meet like, you know, like sneaker people or collectors that have the same common. So how much of an impact did that, uh, sneaker history, you know, discord group, like how did that impact you to your current, you know, passion for the hobby? Um, I would say, man, it's, it's almost everything, man. Like, uh, you know, real talk, like Nick is someone that I've been following for a while. And then, you know, recently I've got to know Rowan and Robbie, um, you know, and Mike a lot more just from engaging with them on Instagram. Uh, I was recently in Portland with my family and, and Robbie was, you know, came out, Rowett was trying to come out and we went, we met up with Greg, who's like the people's champ in the discord. But Damn, yeah, he is. I mean, it, it sneaker history itself, the podcast is what I would listen to while I was at the shop, you know, because I would zone out and just work on shoes for hours, hours mm -hmm. and hours. So I was able to keep up with pretty much every single episode. Mm -hmm. And then it got to the point where I was super overwhelmed and, you know, I kind of left the sneaker space a little bit but right. coincidentally that's when the discord happened and it really just reeled me back in to see people talking about sneakers in a way where i was familiar with you know like you said nike talk iss nsb days like yep. that's the type of sneakers that i that's the type of culture that i fell into so with that said when i started engaging with some of the the, the dudes from the discord i was like man this is why i like sneakers it's not because they're worth a lot or they look cool or they feel good on my feed. It's because all these years looking back of trading and collecting and buying and, and reselling, I've met so many good, you know, genuinely good people that have just really enhanced my life. And I would say the sneaker history discord, you know, not only did it come at the right time, but man, it's just a, such a wholesome group of people that, you know, even though I'm not even feeling sneakers that day, like sometimes I'll just, like not even go on to it but mm -hmm. the messages that come through sometimes like oh man you know there's a new raffle or this and that or you know someone took a someone took a dub on on you know a new sneakers app that's cool so then i click the link and go back in give them props back out of this back out of the app you know um and it, it's it's just good man it, it connects me with like the type of people that i'm the type of energy that i want in my life not yeah. the negative type of energy yeah and they're cool like shout out to greg and nick and rohit and robbie you know you see those people right you see those people on the discord a lot of people will see like the four main like you know rohit mm -hmm. nick you know what i mean so on and so forth on their on their youtube and podcast but there's a lot of great people man that you know you, you have never heard of and some you know it's just like it's a great community to to be a part of yeah and everybody's just genuinely happy for each other um even when there's like a a sneaker like a sneaker release someone will just offer up hey like if somebody needs these you know salvies lebrons let me know yeah someone that's someone a, just got hooked up for retail and that's a that's an and less. that's a daily that's like a daily occurrence yeah. man like i've i've seen just some amazing things like yeah. with the people the way people value it, it's totally something where 
everyone in that discord values the connection more than yeah. the sneakers because exactly. you know i i've given away shoes you know yeah. you've given away shoes to me you know i mean this is just like that connection is just yeah. Yeah. that's what it's about it's not about one-upping each other it's really about just how can yeah. we help each other out you know yeah. we have this crazy exotic expensive hobby but we yeah. make the best out of it you know like we're not you know, there to flex i gave i gave away i mean i can tell everybody i gave away a pair of parachis right these fat pipe parachis i wish there were 12 <laughs> i know right i had two pairs of them so i gave away from the further free you know because um i won a discord um pair from you know nick blessed me with a pair of the reebok pumps the omni twos yeah. so you know what you know i'm gonna pay it forward i'm gonna bless somebody so greg i told greg hey like i'm giving away these sneakers you know do whatever you need to do to like find a winner and then it was um that dude from Jersey, Andrew, yeah. the guy Andrew, shout out to Andrew. Yeah, so he won a cool pair, cat, man. cool dude. Straight said, to feet too. Yeah, straight to feet. And I was like, I was laughing, like, dude, where, where's the where's the Marshalls tag? He's like, it's in the box, man. Like, he said, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So like, you know, just genuine people like that, you know, like, um, you know, they we just share a passion, man, and it, it's just cool. And it's just more in life too, you know. Talk about family, talk about yeah, you know, food, like, meet, meet food, meetups, <laughs> stuff, you know, so on and so forth. So. Um, you know, to all our, our listeners, definitely check out, you know, Sneaker History. I'm, you know, giving them a free plug. I'm not, I'm not asking yeah. for anything. You know, they're, <laughs> de definitely check out their uh, Discord. It's a great community. Um, you know, and then if it's something, you can definitely try it out. If it's not, you know, it's, it's cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man. So we're almost towards the end of it. Um, very appreciate, you know, your time. So my last question to you is, I usually ask a question for about myself, but I'm mainly for, you know, more about you. What are five sneakers that you're still looking for in your collection? That's like, a good question. Five sneakers that out I on need. top of your head. Okay. Let's say, uh, look, look at your offer up. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been looking for fire red fours. Fire Red Fours, the, the recent release. I heard oh, that uh, they shot up. They did, yeah, they did a really good job um, of those. Fire Red uh, uh, Cement, the 20, was it the 2016 Cements? Which um, ones? The, oh, the White the, Cement the, Fours. Okay. Yeah, the 2016 White Cement Fours, um, you know, Fire Red Fours. I've been kind of looking for um, uh, Safari Dunks, the ones that came out recently. The uh, Atmos? Yeah, at most, or either that, or if I could find a good pair of uh, the Air Max ones, you know, I'd, I'd probably prefer Ooh, that. But yeah. the prices are high on those. Yeah. Um, current stuff like the Para Dunks that are coming out, the SBs. The SBs, those are those sick. are fire, man. Yeah. I, I like those. I missed out on the first ones and yeah. never just acquired them. Yeah. Um, but if not, then I'm gonna try to hunt for the Para Air for or Air Max one. Mm -hmm. uh, it would be basically the same, same vibe. Um. What else? I mean, I'm pretty sure there's got to be a shoe much, that you're like, like looking for, like forever. What's the one shoe? What's the one shoe that you're looking for for a long time? Haze, just... the Haze, oh. the Haze Dunk, man. High or low, size mm. ten and a half to twelve. I don't care, man. Uh, I just don't want to pay. <laughs> you know, you know me. Like yeah. I, I seen one that popped up. I think I showed it to you. Four hundred bucks on yeah. eBay. It's got sole separation, yellowing. Yeah. I just don't know if I'm ready to commit to 400 on like Damn. such a such a beat up pair, but I, that's one shoe that I've been looking for. Uh, uncles, I owned a pair in the past, sold them dead stock. 
what? Uh, it's gonna be very hard to get yeah i sold them part of my with my collection yeah, yeah. Uh, i mean someone came up on that for sure yeah uh so dunkle let's just say uncles Hayes. um what's the other one uh dooms if i can get my mf, MF doom dooms? backs that would be great the, the ogs not the purple ones right no 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 the ogs okay. yeah okay. ogs with the red laces okay um and then you know yeah that that's pretty much it i, I would say uh maybe some uh some jedis again i mean a lot of stuff i've had yeah, it's just like yeah. i'm kind of trying to rebuild my old yeah my old done collection yeah, like yeah. that was that was my theory from a couple of years back when i started seeing that um you know i knew dunks were gonna make a comeback at some point i got really excited because i knew we were gonna go through this wave of like super crazy ridiculous mm -hmm. prices on dunks yep but at the same token i knew like the og collectors they were gonna bring out their collection and sell them because now's yep. the time yep but at some point when the market drops, they've already made the decision to sell yeah. them. So they're going to, they're going to let it go for whatever it is so that they don't have to put it back in their storage. Yep. So I'm hoping to start reaping the benefits of that because I feel like that wave is starting to kind of dip a little bit because of yeah. all the new releases. But I mean, I don't know who knows. I think dunks are going to be here to stay I for a while. So. They've, I've I never stopped so. wearing them. Uh, that's probably the one shoe if you look back on my instagram for years that's like the one shoe that just pops up you know once every yep. other month you know and i wear dunks pretty frequently Man. but yeah as far as stuff i want yeah that and it may be uh if i get lucky i was looking at an air pressure on offer up Remember yeah. the air pressure with the, with the full that, suitcase with the full thing man in saran Damn. wrap i don't know there's a size 11 and i'll send you the link <laughs> you know it's crazy i i saw an air a, a pair of air pressure at marshall's but no no case, really though. yeah Oh, it was wow. a size. Eight, yeah, the though. command the command forces were chilling, and yeah. they were chilling at Marshalls and Ross for like yeah, a this, minute. I saw the Spurs ones. Yeah, those yeah. and then the um the black the white the, the Billy Oil ones. Those were like yeah silly. the OG. Yeah. yeah, that's one of my favorite shoes too. It's like at the top the top of my list. I don't know if you can see it. Damn, right I there. see it. Very top. Damn. Uh, and then now that you're thinking about it, one one last one. Yeah. I'll throw out there. Uh, I got, uh, Union One Black Toes. That's what I want. Wow. So I have a Travis high and a Travis low. So if anyone listening got one, 11, 11 and a half, I'll, I'll do a straight trade for the union ones. I'll straight up. Yeah. They're clean too. My two Damn. pairs are clean. OG I, I'm, I'm sure there's a, <laughs> like I said, like your there's mom be said, someone. Yeah, like, like your mom said, when there's a will, there's a way. I'm yeah. sure you, you can try to finesse a way to, to get up here yeah. without, you know, of course you, you have, may have to give up some capital and there's, when I'm in capital, like sneakers, not, not monetary. No, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I know. just, I can't find them. I, they're not heavy on my, my target list, but yeah, I've always liked the union. The union one's very nice. It's, I should, yeah, I shouldn't. That's a dope that's shit. Dope. I think that's... Better than the Travis to me, at least. That's awesome, <laughs> man. So, so Barry, so um, where can they find you on social media? And I know, so I also know you, you know, you, you also have a, your own podcast. So tell us more yeah. like, where they can find you on the social media. So on my, on social media, I got my personal page. It's at verse one, V E R S E O N E um, for sneaker cleaning and restoration. It's Soulworks at Soulworks with an underscore. Uh, my podcast is about to be revamped. Uh, so the, this, this is probably the, the time I needed to really, you know, uh, be re-energized and start to put out content. So you'll, you'll see Danden on there and, and RJ hey, for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, step into my shoes. Uh, you can find that on all platforms, Spotify, 
Um, I'm on Instagram as well, uh, Apple Music, uh, SoundCloud, as well as uh, uh, I forgot who my host is. But yeah, you guys yeah. are doing video Spotify, content, Apple Music. Man. I know, video man. It's coming soon. People Trust like me. to see stuff. Like that's <laughs> honestly because like we've no, we don't have that many subscribers, but mm -hmm. we see like the amount of like views. Like not, I mean, about not views, but um, we see a lot of traffic basically. Yeah, not many people subscribe, but it's cool. But you know, a lot of a lot of listening through podcasts and SoundCloud. So we see a lot of the data. So it's good. Anyway. Right? It's good content, man. Good, yeah. good, good conversations. And that's yeah. just, you know, just be yourself, be real. And, and you guys are just going to continue to flourish, man. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. So, you know, best of luck to you, Barry. Um, you know, Thank we, you. we'd love to have you on again. Um, you know, keep up, keep up all the player prices. Uh, I'm sure you're, you're, <laughs> you know, constantly updating everybody, what you picked up, what you traded, what you sold. You know, it's just, it's a beautiful life cycle that people, not yeah. many people understand your wife understands. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. A lot of, a lot of wives be like, get ready, get rid of these shoes now kind of thing. <laughs> but yeah, man, definitely. Um, yeah. Thanks for having, you know, thanks for coming on and yeah. Um, best wishes to everything that you do, bro. Likewise, man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. It's, it's been an honor to be in, uh, to be on your podcast. You know, I've listened to all the episodes and you know, it's just, it's great. And I mean, I'm really, I'm really excited and happy that we were able to make it happen. So appreciate you, man. All right, guys. So this <laughs> is the episode 35. Have you guys, have a good night, guys. Good night.